You're listening to Crushing It, a podcast with me, Jennifer Hoff, a place to highlight women who are empowering others, sharing advice, and just doing good. I hope it inspires you to learn, grow, and go out in the world and crush it. My guest this week is truly crushing it, and her decades of experience as a financial advisor are more important than ever as so many people are struggling right now as we continue to survive this pandemic. But beyond just dealing with money, her instincts and really her compassion are very unique in the financial world. So I want everybody to please give a warm welcome to Lisa Brum. Thank you, Lisa, for being here. Thanks, Jennifer. This is just outstanding that you gave me this opportunity. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you. We go, we go way back, right? <laughs> way back. <yeah. laughs> now, Lisa and I are, are friends and we met several years ago uh, when we did something similar to talk about money. And even though that was years ago, I think money talk is more important than ever. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, it, you know, pandemic, I mean, who would ever think it, right? And who would ever think that it would be lasting as long as it is and possibly even no end in sight right now. And so, um, yeah, the conversations around money for me are, are really just helping people calm down and take a breath and take this time to really start you know, being strategic and methodical about what they want to do and really, really reprioritize their needs versus their wants. Being prepared is so important right now. And one of the things that struck me when we first met was really how warm and inviting you are. And I think that plays into your success because a lot of your clients are women. Yes. Money is a very hard topic to talk about and you make it so easy so that we feel like we can ask the dumb questions and have somebody sort of guiding us in the right way. And that's pandemic or not. Is exactly. that sort of a strategy that you've used? It's just part of my DNA. Um, I, you know, the company name, my financial girlfriend, I've been in the financial world for over 23 years in, um, as a financial investment professional, uh, eight years before that as a banker. And so the girlfriend in me almost always comes out more than sometimes the financial. Um, cause to me, it's very, it is my natural, you know, DNA. That's the way my brain thinks is the, the math side of it, the, the strategy, tax law, making sure that all the pieces of the puzzle fit together in a way that's customized for my client. Cause I can do for you almost better than what I could almost do for myself. Right. It's like the doctor doesn't want to do their own surgery, but I can really look at things very objectively. I don't have the emotional attachments and um, that girlfriend piece of me just wants it to work out and, and come up collaboratively with solutions that you really or that person really sees that, hey, I could do this on the daily or I could set it up so that I don't ever have to think about it again. And it's automatically happening unless something else happens. And then we have backup plans. So it's just it's honestly I, I try to teach it more than I you know, I, I give them part of my brain in teaching them how to do these things so that it is an easy process. And that to me is the girlfriend side of it, right? Because I'm going to tell you the best deal that you can find. If I found a way to get around a tax code because I'm self-employed, 
I'm going to share that with you. Or if I found a great deal on a purse at an outlet mall, I'm going to say, go get that 70% off of the 20% with an extra 10% and show them your AAA card for that extra 5%. So as a girlfriend, we just want it to work out and give them the best that we know that works out for ourselves. And that's brilliant marketing too. You found a really great niche to appeal to women. And the, one of the funniest stories, if folks don't know, is sort of how that name came about. I Tell me again about you were at an event, it kind of flew out of your mouth. Oh man, I, yeah, it just, it was the beginning of a new year, 2016. And uh, my birthday is November, so I just turned 50 and I was starting to feel a little sassy. And and um, I'd been with this women's networking business group here in Portland, Oregon. There's about 200 women that always showed up once a month. And it was more of a social. They had, you know, it was more about just meeting and greeting and really kind of like, I always felt like it was a sorority mixer, right? We just, we just really wanted to let our hair down and talk things out. We really didn't want to sell each other anything. We didn't really want to, you know, just hand our business cards out to everybody in the room. We really wanted to get to know each other as people. And it was really just a wonderful event. Um, but she had started, the woman who was running it started something new where you would, uh, I thought it was a donation to a charity for a children's uh, function. I gave him $20, but apparently it put me into a raffle for 20 times to get drawn impromptu up on the stage to have a minute at the mic in front of all of the women and i won it <laughs> i was like i was like i was petrified actually my stomach was in knots my feet felt like i was walking through cement i was like sweating down my back i could not believe that i had gotten myself into this like how did i do this i was not the person who was ever running up to the stage to do that kind of thing especially up through that part of my career and uh, as I approached the stage, she has music and lights and the camera and the you know, microphone stand is standing there singly. And I just said, okay, it's something snapped in my brain. And I said, make them laugh, get the hell off the stage. <laughs> and what flew out of my face is something similar to ladies. We're all in business. We're all making coffee dates and going on lunch dates and talking about each other's businesses. Hell, we even go to the bathroom together and we're talking about money. Why aren't you talking about money in your business with your financial girlfriend? And I pointed to myself and I flew off the stage because I knew it was less than a minute and I didn't want to be up there any longer. And it just caused this little spark of like, what is she? Who did it? What does she do? And, and people were just starting at, at the end when we were just mixing it up. I was talking about, you know, they, they kind of made it a tagline. And that really is what kicked off the whole idea because I kept thinking, you know, I've been in the financial industry for so long of my career, and I love all this girlfriendness in the room. And those two words just to me was the was that you know lightning strike as uh, my business partner tells me. <laughs> and the, really, the rest is history. <laughs> I mean, when we first spoke a couple of years ago, you were already seeing your client base double. Yeah. No, a lot is. of them it's women, weird. some men. Yeah. But uh, what qualities do you think you have that make you appealing to clients, particularly female clients, yeah. and that has contributed to your success? Well, I'll say we focus on women, but we don't exclude anyone. We love working with all people, everybody. Um, and I, I believe that the 
the ringing true of that is that all Americans deserve the right to work with a licensed financial professional. That is my baseline mission statement. Um, with women, it's easier to work with. I think one of the traits or characteristics that I hold very near and dear and is part of my DNA is, is I don't judge. I would never judge somebody for saying, you know, I had to pay my visa or I had to use my visa card to pay rent. You know, I'm like, you did what you have to do. You still have a roof over your head. Now let's stake the ground today and let's try to figure out some other methods, other resources that you might have that we don't have to do that again if you feel really bad. Because money makes people feel really rotten or, or exuberant, right? I mean, we have these two huge swings between emotion and everything else in between, shame and judgment and and the shoulda, woulda, couldas. And so I think those traits in me is that I, again, um, compassion is definitely part of that. And, uh, and then let's get to it, you know, like a cheerleader. I really just wanna like, you can do this, you know, and you've got somebody to make a phone call at 10 o'clock at night if you just, you know, if you can't think of anything else. Because what I also know is that all, all things are possible. Like whatever we're working with, there's always a different way to look at it or a different way to configure it and it's going to work even better. And so that's constantly my help is that I want to help people enhance what they currently have with good resources, with knowledge that I can help share and transmit that information in a way that's palatable. And that's the other thing. I think I'm, I feel like I have this teacher in me that just wants to teach everybody. We, we all should know this, but we, we either veer away from it or we're like, oh, I'm not like women will say, oh, gosh, I just don't like doing that. That's the last thing I do. And or I really hate the money piece or I hate having to look at my bank account. It just gives me the night sweats. And I just like that. That isn't the way I want to help people feel differently. And and I think with some of the, the you know, the tips and the money hacks that we can help share people with people they'll like, oh my gosh, I'm sleeping better at night now. Or, you know, and we've actually had these comments come back to us. So I, and then people leaning in like, okay, what's my next step? I did that, my pay, you know, my debt, my credit card got paid off. Now what do I do? Well, what do you want to do? You have $300 extra a month. What's your next goal? Are you working on, you know, working on your business? Are you trying to get more education? Do you need a new car or a computer? Like, what are we going to do with that money? And so um, the best thing I get from people is, um, hey, Lisa, I just got this little surge of cash or like the stimulus money that just came out. Now, what should I do with it? And we go through, I have a system that we kind of just map it out and we, we talk about what's important, what's important to them. Because it's not, I could tell them to invest it today, but then, you know, two months from now when they need it, they're going to have to cash it out. So that's not going to be very fruitful. Well, and that mindset too of being <laughs> afraid of money as a woman, I think is a bit of a generational shift as well, especially people my age or younger women or business owners now have to be in charge of their money. It's not a male thing. It's not a husband thing who's coming home with the money anymore. And the truth is, as you've said, we need to make the money last longer anyway. So we better know how to do it. Yeah, we live longer. And so, um, and there's statistics coming out that biz, uh, women are opening businesses faster at a much rapid, more rapid pace than men. Um, so yeah, being a CEO, even if you're the only person in your company, just handling the money, you, it, it's, it's not have to, in my opinion, it's like, 
let's get to. We get to look at it. We get to do something more than what we've done before. And the progress, even just little tiny baby steps, just gives you that much more confidence and esteem to keep going forward. And my goal would really to be as, uh, as women, we are a purchasing power in the United States, right? 80% of the per major purchases happen because of our decision making. And whether we're in a couple relationship or not, we are still part of that conversation. And we have to um, know that what we intuitively know and what we're thinking through is, is, is exactly what we need to do. And just having a place and a space, I think that's another thing that's made us pretty popular is that we give you the confidential space that just to hash it all out and get all of those feelings and all of the, all of the wants and the, and the, you know, shoulds out of the way. And we can just really start making progress and moving forward. So whether we're in a pandemic or not, what is one piece of advice that you might have for somebody to do today yeah. with their money? Um, one tip that I've been really sharing a lot is that if, especially with control, like, you know, we have no control if we have no job, we, you know, if we, if the restaurant shut down and or only doing curbside and they only need half the staff, how are we going to keep going forward? And so one of the biggest tips is the only thing that I see in, in the most limited resources is that you have control over your expenses. The bills always show up, right? The Comcast bill, the cell phone bill, your electric bill, call those companies, ask for the deal of the day, ask for a waiver of a month or ask for them to, do you really need the whole HBO package? I mean, you know, this is where those wants and, and needs versus priorities, you know, the internet, is there a in, different internet package that's being offered right now that gives you everything that you need and or possibly, you know, the, the extra boost of energy, you know, the extra boost of uh, Wi-Fi or whatever. But, um, you know, or do I just cancel all of my cable and I only just do Hulu and Netflix for 10 or 12 bucks a month each. So there's ways that we, again, we kind of feel like sometimes our expenses is that once I set them, I don't ever want to think about them again. And I think this is the time right now to review your car insurance, your every bill that always shows up, just go at it one at a time. You don't have to take it all in one huge afternoon of making massive phone calls. But every time that bill shows up, just call them and see if they have a deal going on because of COVID-19. That's a really good point too. And I think it helps to write it out, to actually see your expenses. And a lot of people are just afraid to ask. I don't know quite where that comes from, but you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And it might sound cliche, but if you just pick up the phone and put a little work into it, you might be surprised at what you can get from that. They want to keep you as a customer, but you yes. know, maybe they'd be willing to, to do something for you. Yeah, because we don't think we have we don't think we have power. We don't have the leverage and, and our customer, the, the, us being a customer of any company. I mean, last Friday, I spent an hour with a lady and we called the Chase Card Company and see if they can remodify her payments or lower her interest rate. And they did. She kept her credit up enough that she still was eligible to reduce her interest rates. I mean, who would think you can go from, you know, 22% down to 14% with a 45 minute phone call? And that's what she did. And it lowered her payments significantly more affordable. I mean, 
we're not, you know, and that's the other side of the girlfriend. We'll help you open your mail. Like when we were in person, now we're doing it through Zoom. But I actually had a woman open her mail in front of me on a Zoom. And uh, she, <laughs> she had another, she had a check in there that she didn't realize. And it was a sizable amount of money. And she's like, oh my God, and it wasn't a stimulus check. It was like, it came from a bonus that she forgot that she got when she left the job last December. And there's like this $9,000 check that had been sitting in her mailbox on her kitchen table. I'm like, see, this is why girlfriends help you. We find money. Yeah, and then drinks on her for the first round, right? No. <laughs> but no. the big thing too about this podcast that I like is we we are talking to women who are crushing it. And you mentioned the word CEO. You are a CEO. I mean, how does it feel yeah. when you say that? When you introduce yourself as that? Um, at first, I chuckle. I'm a bit. I like. I find everything has humor in it, and I find it's. I think it's funny. But, you know, I, in my career, I look back when I worked at the bank, you know, and you're rising through the, you know, the promotions to get to the next level. And I've always been in a leadership role. I think that's just, I, I'm a middle child. And I think I was always pulling my brother behind me, you know, come on, let's go do this. And, and I was always trying to strive to where my sister was because she was older. And so I've just always had that, I feel that leadership quality in me is just part of, again, part of my natural uh, persona. And, um, so I don't take it too, I mean, I take it seriously when I have to present myself. Um, but I also kind of chuckle a little bit about it because it's, it's, um, but it is growing and I do have a vision. My vision of this company is that my financial girlfriend centers are speckled all throughout the United States. As many Starbucks as there are, I'd love to have that many financial girlfriend centers so that it's approachable. People feel they have access to someone without fees or charges out the nose. They can really just sit down and, and get organized if they just have a question about one thing of their life. I mean, lately, you know, with all these deals, um, people, they were lease versus uh, rent or buy a car. Should I buy a car? I mean, I'm about in that I can get the zero interest rate for, you know, two years or something. And it's like what the choices that we have on the daily with money is really the day to day grinding that we help people figure those pieces out. And so that's why I say it's approachable solutions. But being a CEO is actually kind of fun because I feel like um I have a really clear vision and I have some really fantastic people on my team that I just in it, they are loyal and they want it so much more than even I do sometimes. And I just, I love that camaraderie of having a team that really is in the whole picture with all of, all of the efforts and all of the things that we help our clients feel. And you um, can do this oh, over Zoom. I mean, maybe the yeah. pandemic has proven that you don't need an office for you, especially I mean, you have to be licensed. Yeah. I imagine in certain places to operate. Yeah, between me, you have to be there. Yeah. We're licensed currently in 15 states, 16, because um, my gal in LA she just has a new client from Wisconsin. So I have to get licensed in Wisconsin so we can conduct business for her clients. So um, yeah, we, we have a location here in Portland and we have a location in Los Angeles that we'd started last year. Um, but I think with this pandemic, it's actually given us a, a chance to thrive even more because we can reach more people way more people. We're, we're doing our girlfriend talks through the summer series. And we, we and one of the questions we like to ask is, who's here, who's here on Zoom from the furthest place around the world. 
and we've had people from uh, South Carolina and New Jersey and Arizona. And so to me, I just, I, the expansiveness of allowing us to do this is even a bigger uh, part of that vision. So it's fun. Yeah. Uh, well, I, unfortunately money has just become a taboo subject mm. and I know how hard you are uh, working to make, make it not be. Yes. I want to spark your curiosity so that with curiosity, then you start seeing more possibilities instead of that really narrowed focus. We want to open up your and broaden your ideas that who, oh, I have time to think about it. I can, yeah, if I pay that off or if I reduce that amount, your monthly expenses go down by 20 or 30%. That's more money, right? More money to do things with and not just let it evaporate out of your account. So well, plus you love gin and you love dogs and you love the beach. So you're all right in my book because of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the girlfriend in me, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, and you're good at money. Um, I, this has just been wonderful. I like to do a lightning round at the end of these. Where I want to ask you five quick questions and okay. I want to hear the first answer that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. I'm ready. Okay. Number one, what is the first thing that you would do? in a pressure-filled situation? I take a deep breath and um, I, I look for the humor. I look for the thing that will cause somebody to giggle or laugh. And um, my 19-year-old usually is rolling her eyes at me and not laughing. It's like getting her to laugh is my biggest goal in life right now. Because if I get a real hard-hearted laugh from her, then I know that I hit a spot. But I her la her friends laugh at my jokes, but I am not the cool mom with her at all. Well, Nineteen is a tough age. <laughs> Number two, what is one word to describe yourself? Mm -hmm. That's not lightning, Lisa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'll, well, I'm like popping all these brains. Um, I would say just wording that describes me is. Jovial. That's yeah. good. That's good. Number three, name something that brings you complete joy. Oh, the beach. The, yeah. Ophelia. Yeah. Just even listening to the ocean and the birds and just the wind. It's like, it's, it's, it's heaven for me. Yes. I swear there's something in the air there that just yeah. refreshes <laughs> you and calms you. And mm. Number four, what's your favorite food? Uh, lobster. Mm. And number five, um, I think you're just, I think women uh, just age gracefully and get better with age. And I know you mentioned after you had turned 50. So I want to know what is the one thing though that you would tell your 25 year old self? I would tell her to probably exercise more. <laughs> Because even walking on the beach for a mile or two, I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I would tell her probably just take care of her body in a, just a little bit, you know, maybe just a fraction of more what she was doing then. Um, but just be more mindful of health, because especially during this pandemic, I think that's the thing that's really brought home that I'm so grateful, so grateful that everyone in my nearest, dearest uh, circle of people are healthy right now. And we want to keep it that way. So, yeah, well said. Our health is very important. 
And with that financial health as well. So tell folks where they can find you or what you have cooking for the future. Yeah, well, um, we just got our website all spoofed up and spiffy. So it's going to, um, I think we'll have it all updated by the end of this week. So www at, or sorry, dot myfinancialgirlfriend.com all spelled out. And then um, right now you can find us on social media with Facebook has a business page, My Financial Girlfriend. Um, LinkedIn is under my name, Lisa Brum, B-R-U-M-M. They can reach us by, uh, reach me by Lisa at myfinancialgirlfriend.com. Yeah, and you can Google our name because of you and and everything else that we've done over the last couple of years. Um, You know, you can always find, I'm in Portland. Uh, being a licensed financial professional, I'm on I'm on all the licensed you know pages. U.S. World News and Money have just actually announced the top 100 of Portland, and I'm in that. So there's always a you know just Google my name, Lisa Brum, and you can pretty much find us. So he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Again, I laugh. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa, for taking the time to do yes. this. It means a lot, and I I just want so badly to to give a space for people to be able to educate themselves and learn more and as you said be healthier in every sense of the word so i think you're really contributing to that and it means a lot well thank you and i and i wish you all the best in the future endeavors and adventures that you have in front of you thanks lisa Thanks for listening to Crushing It. If you're interested in talking about money with Lisa, be sure to click on my Twitter and Facebook accounts for more information. Next week's guest is Crushing It in the Fitness World, how she's making her clubs cleaner than ever during the pandemic, but it's also how she became a gym owner that's really inspiring, and it's all centered around something her dad did when she was a kid. Until next Wednesday, keep crushing it.